Hey everyone, Cult Leader in here. So I just finished watching Don't Look Up on Netflix. And, you know, my brain's kind of abuzz with thoughts. But I think the biggest thing I've taken away from it is that when are people going to realize that we're all one species, that we have one planet, that data can be trusted, that profit doesn't yield any good. You know, I'm, I'm quite young. And I just feel like we overcomplicated things so much. And are so inefficient at at taking care of this earth, taking care of each other. A main theme in Don't Look Up, which I appreciated was, um, this is gonna be spoilers, so pause and watch if you haven't, but a main theme in Don't Look Up is about profit and how you know profit ended up destroying the world and you know it's so refreshing just to see honesty because people are so disingenuous in their conversation about how this system how this world operates when we created it you know people humans You know, at least the system we have, mostly from, like, European people who colonized the Earth. As a society, I feel like we're so sick. And it this is evidenced by the growing number of, you know, mental health crises in different countries, especially in the United States, where I think, like, half of people who are under 30 have a diagnosed mental illness and a quarter of them have had suicidal ideation at varying levels. Uh, you know, you can look up those stats and I'm pretty sure you'll find the article. Are we going to be okay with this? Are we going to be okay with people ravaging the earth because they want a 10x on their $100 million? Are we going to like sit by and allow disinformation to destroy everything? I feel like people want to ignore ignore the like dire straits we're in. We're in a global pandemic and we've hit the most cases we've had since 2020 because people want to live their lives. But what life are we living? Our system doesn't care about us. And I'm so tired of the mental gymnastics that businesses and leaders 
and politicians go through to because they want to pad their pocket, because they want to feel good about their bank account, those things aren't real. One study that sticks in my mind is about wealth and how after, you know, with inflation, it's probably a little bit more than 75K at this point. But the data shows after 75K, you won't be more happy. People who make more than that, once your basic needs are met, you won't be happier, no matter how much money you have. The assumption that more gives us a better life is lunacy. Especially in a privileged country like the United States. I'm tired of this being about opinion. We need to have some level set, some cultural understanding to diagnose the sickness that is hoarding of wealth. People who have billions of dollars, who have hundreds of millions of dollars, are sick. I really believe that. Because all it becomes is self-interest and fear. I've seen it in my immediate family who am no longer connected with them, but became wealthy. All they thought about was getting more when they had enough. Rich people, they don't care about anybody. And it's just, I'm so tired of people defending, of defending that. I'm so tired of not being honest about how messed up that is. That someone could have the resources to change the planet. Not just like one country, but the planet. And then not do anything. That level of Disregard for other people is inhumane. And then you see these wealthy, and most of them are white men, putting their eyes to the stars and wanting to go to the space and then don't um, look up. You know, the kind of like Jeff Bezos like character who. You know, the the asteroid is about to hit the Earth and instead of like, you know, blowing it up and redirecting it, they let it get really close to try to like blow it up and mine it. Um, and of, of course the mission failed and, you know, everyone died. And what did the character do at the end? You know, he had a ship that had 2,000 people on it um, ready to go to the nearest habitable planet in, you know, the solar system. Sorry, not solar system, in the galaxy. And, you know, they land on that planet and they all died. 
the systems we have were born out of cishet white men domineering a continent, stripping it of its resources, killing its people, enslaving others, and building a legal system that supported that, those actions. So it only makes sense to me that the system we have now, political, governmental, will not be able to save the planet. Will not be able to self-correct because it was built to consume and destroy. The people of the European continent have done irreparable harm to this planet. And, you know, have pushed us so far away from our own humanity because they were afraid. I really want to make a difference. And I mean, that's why I moved away from chemistry and went into Web3. Because I felt like the technology could actually do something, could actually change something, could actually help people, could redefine a global system of commerce. I mean, we'll see if that bears out to be true. But I want to make a difference so bad. I want us to live good lives and peaceful lives and happy lives and abundant lives. And people were doing that for thousands of years. Indigenous people of the Americas cultivated this continent to be one of the most abundant places on earth. And we've destroyed it. And we fight over land ownership. We fight over who's going to have the biggest piece of the pie. And I so appreciate indigenous people for fighting and maintaining their culture and their understandings to give to us. And if you aren't listening, you need to be. If you aren't holding the space around you accountable, you need to be. There's no option. At least not for me. You know, I I used to be, you know, as a young kid, people would say I'm too intense or I feel too much or I'm too sensitive. And I realized that was a projection of their own insecurity. Because when I asked questions as a kid, when I asked questions as a young adult, they didn't have an adequate answer. It had nothing to do with me.
And I think that being brave is so hard. Standing up to people who have immeasurable wealth and immeasurable power is hard and is scary. But I don't think I can live with myself or I will live with regret if I don't stand bravely against systems that don't care about this planet or don't care about people. And I really hope in Web3, because it's younger people, it's more diverse groups of people, it's a global people that are in Web3, we can say to each other, let's be community-led. Let's learn from cultures globally that supported this planet and support each other. And let's build organizations that only care about people. Don't care about profits, don't care about return on investment, only care about being self-sustaining, sustainable. And also care about doing good for others. It's not hard. All it takes is strong people and a strong culture. I think a lot about my ancestors, you know, black people, um, also like Palestinian people, um, black people, especially African-American descendants of slaves. And, you know, I think about the people who acted, enacted those policies and enacted that culture of slavery, chattel slavery, and they weren't different than me and you. And what I, what I mean to say is that they made that choice to see other people and dehumanize them. They made a choice to cultivate a culture of white supremacy. That's who they were. And people continue their legacy to this day. If we can't be honest about what's happened, we won't change the future. And I can only speak to the honesty of my life. And, you know, growing up in the United States and, you know, growing up in white spaces and growing up in wealthy spaces, I can only speak to my experience. And that's why Web3 excites me so much because I can tap into not just other people in the United States, but people in Latin America, people in Central America, people in Europe, people in Africa, people in Asia, you know, island nations, and listen to what they need. Web 2 and now Web 3 present 
an opportunity to create a new culture, a global culture that will create something sustainable. I think of solar punk that will allow us to live abundant lives, everyone. I really hope that, you know, the mentality and don't look up. I don't know really how you change people's hearts and minds. I, throughout my life, what I've learned is I can only change myself. Um, and, you know, do these podcasts or write on Twitter um, or organize in my local community and say my truth and that might be helpful or not helpful to others um but i feel like the one thing that might change people's minds is stories not stories cultivated and curated for someone's consumption but people telling their stories. You know, that's the only reason I am as educated as I am because I listened to people's stories who wrote books or who had podcasts or who wrote articles or who analyzed data. It's the only reason I am where I am today. And I am here because of my own stories and observing, you know, the world. So, I mean, I highly recommend, you know, Don't Look Up 10 out of 10. I think it's a masterpiece of modernity, you know, of what's happening and what obstacles we face. And the biggest ones are just these these people, these cogs and these systems that don't care about each other. You know, people who want power above all else, people who want popularity above all else. Those are, those are, I would say, the enemies of prosperity. Because people who only care about those things will get it at whatever means, which is what we see in our current culture that the stock market or profits being maintained is the only truth that matters. Harm doesn't matter. Grief doesn't matter. Suffering doesn't matter. Only the economy and growth. But economic growth, not human growth. So... I feel like I've said what I wanted to say in this little diary. (laughs) But I hope this speaks to somebody. And I hope that you watch Don't Look Up. And that you, in your own individual life, find prosperity, but also try to help those around you and the planet. Signing off. Bye.